Welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators, a podcast with marketing and business tips and strategy specifically for freelance translators and interpreters. I'm your host, Tess Witte, a longtime freelance translator with an education and professional background in marketing. Tune in to hear tips from my own experience or from other translators and industry experts. Hello and welcome to Marketing Tips for Translators. I'm your host, Tess Witte, a freelance translator and marketing trainer. This is the fifth episode of this year's Ask Me Anything. I do these every once in a while and I love your questions. So thank you to all of you who submitted your questions. You can always uh, propose topics for the podcast. This question or asking for your input came through my newsletter. So if you aren't subscribed to that, you can do that at marketingtipsfortranslators.com. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to invoice customers with other currencies and in other countries than your own. And this question comes from Martin and he says, and I'm translating this or interpreting this as we go, I wonder how to best work with invoicing and payments to customers abroad. This could be a theme to bring up sometime. So thank you, Martin. I will. The methods and strategies for invoicing and accepting payments um, across country borders vary. And it also depends on where you live. I know translators that only charge in their local currency and demand to be paid in their local currency, even to clients abroad. This is a great way to protect yourself from currency fluctuations. However, if you want to be more flexible and accommodating toward your clients, there are several different options. And I will actually base my answers today on my own experience. There might be other solutions and I would love to hear about them. So please reach out to me or post in the comments in the show notes. So I usually invoice in the currency that my clients prefer, but I limit it to a few. It's US dollars, euros, or British pounds. That's where I have most of my clients. And my accounting system can handle several different currencies, and I recommend that you get an accounting system that can handle different currencies. I use QuickBooks. But I have also used LSP Expert and I really like it. This is not only an invoicing and accounting tool, it's also a customer relationship management tool where you can quote and it is developed by translators for translators. The reason I use QuickBooks is that my accountant wants me to do that. So I send invoices in one of the above mentioned currencies, dollars, euros, or pounds. To accept payments, I have opened a TransferWise account in US dollars, euros, and British pounds. So in the United States, they can do a wire transfer from bank to bank, but abroad, I use TransferWise, or for foreign customers, I usually use TransferWise. The money transfer service WISE formerly called TransferWise, offers a very affordable way to send money from the United States or any other country to about 80 countries. 
The exchange rates are some of the best that you can find and you can fund a transfer in various ways such as with a bank account or a credit card but the recipients need to have a bank account. So that was about sending money but it's just as good to receive money. So then you would open a borderless account on WISE. So it's a multi-currency account that lets you hold up to 40 different currencies in the same account and send it to over 50 different countries. You can easily transfer money between the currencies using the WISE exchange rates. You can also get a local bank details in the US, the UK and the Eurozone, New Zealand and Australia. That allows you to have money paid directly into your borderless account. And this is what I use the most with WISE. So I set up a borderless account on WISE. So I have one in British pounds and I have one in euros. And it actually gives you an address if to their location in that country. So I have an, uh, an account number, a British account number and an address in the UK. And I also have one in for euros and that's based in Belgium, I think. So uh, I accept payments to that account and then I just go into WISE every once in a while and transfer money back to my main business account here in the United States to really good rates. And I can do that whenever I want and as often as I want, but I don't usually do it monthly. I use I do it maybe quarterly or every six months and I can also use that money in my WISE account to pay in those currencies which I like. So that is how I do it. Then I also accept payments in PayPal but I do write that PayPal is preferred for amounts amounts under 500 and wire transfers for amounts over that and I say that because the PayPal fees tends to add up if it's over 500. Now I'm speaking dollars here. So I offer that wire transfer in the US and wire transfer to through TransferWise. I'm sure there are other options too. These are the ones that I use. It's easy, fast and convenient. Um, and PayPal is of course also direct and easy, fast and convenient as long as it's lower amounts. So I hope that answers your question, Martin. Thank you for listening and thank you to all the listeners too. I hope you found some valuable insights here. I would love to hear from you. Do you have any cross-border multi-currency payment options and solutions? I would love to hear it. And you can email me or you can post in the comments in the show notes, which can be found at marketingtipsfortranslators.com. Thanks for listening. If you like the episode, you can subscribe to the newsletter or the on your podcast listening app. You can leave me a review and you can share the episode with anyone else that might benefit from it. Have a great week and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Marketing Tips for Translators. I hope you found some good tips to apply to your freelance career. If you did, a great way to show this is by leaving a review on your favorite podcast listening app or to share the episode with other colleagues. Do you have a topic, question, or a guest you would like to hear about here? 
send me an email to podcast at marketingtipsfortranslators.com.